Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Athletes Agency International Podcast. We're back this week with another athlete from Columbus State University, a Division II school located in Georgia. And uh, if you didn't watch last week's episode, I really encourage you to do so. Uh, we interviewed Zach Fenga, a national champion in tennis. And this week we have Jordan Duell, uh, a golf player originally from Perth, Australia. Um, you'll get to hear about Jordan's journey uh, throughout the episode, um, mainly how he transitioned into golf after a big injury uh, from a soccer background. Um, I really enjoyed the conversation. I know you will too. Uh, and thanks for tuning in. Jordan. Yes, how you going? Good, and yourself? Yeah, I'm doing good, thank you. Awesome. Uh, tell us, where are you located right now, Jordan? Uh, right now I'm in Columbus, Georgia. It's just on the, uh, it's about 10 minutes from the Alabama-Georgia line, uh, sort of sort of middle-bottom area. Nice. How's, uh, how's everything in that area at this moment? Uh, it's doing okay. Um, I'm not too sure about, you know, stats for Corona and all that, but, I mean, everyone seems to be, you know, fighting fit as of right now. No, that's good. And you're still getting out on the course, so that's what that's what matters, right? Yeah, still managing to get out on the course, which is good. So I can keep uh, keep practicing and whatnot. Awesome, good man. Well, uh, Jordan, thank you, you know, for coming on and you know starting your day off with a little podcast. Uh, we like to have this podcast to give our athletes a chance to share their journey. Um, you know, things that went right and things maybe that could have been better for you or. Um, you know, just to give people who are interested in this pathway a little bit more about the day-to-day -day life as a student athlete. So, yeah, thank you for coming on. No worries, no worries. I'm uh, looking forward to uh, talking about my story. Yeah. Um, so, tell us, where did your golfing journey begin? Um, I was probably about 14. Um, I played soccer for seven, eight years. Um, and then one day I, uh, I, uh, tore my ACL and my knee and had to mm. give that away. Um, so it was, it was a long recovery process from there and I didn't really know what I wanted to do afterwards. Soccer was always sort of a big part of my life. And I thought that was, that was the route I was going to go. Um, and then there was just a golf course about 10 minutes away from me. Um, and my stepdad took me down there one I was in the junior clinics and you know I just I really enjoyed it um I guess just from there I just kept playing um just slowly going up the different levels and the different pathways and, and I guess here I am now in college yeah no that's awesome uh I, I assumed that you know uh with golf usually you do have you know late beginners it's not really a, a sport where a whole lot of like really young kids get started at a young age, you know, only if, yeah. like, from what I've experienced, at least I only see that in a few, um, yeah. you know, tell us about that transition of, you know, having, you know, what, what was more about your decision of, you know, giving up soccer? Obviously you had your injury at a young age. I know what that's like. I, when I was 12, I had knee surgery myself uh, and I, I was like, I grew up and I played all sorts of sports. I played soccer, I played basketball, baseball, tennis, all these things. And then once I had that injury, it was kind of the same situation. I just needed to focus on one. And for me, I just, I just picked uh, soccer. So tell us a little bit about that transition of going from, you know, a soccer background into golf and what things, 
uh, about it, you know, made you really click? Um, yeah. So, I, you know, I played all the sports as well. Um, I think, you know, the biggest thing for me, which was sort of hard at first was soccer is a very team sport, team oriented. Um, so I was going from, you know, practicing as a team to then practicing by myself. Um, and I kind of, I sort of liked it, you know, because everything was sort of on me, the way I performed. Um, it came down to how much I practiced and played um, as, you know, soccer. Because you're in a team, obviously, you know, you can perform well. And if the rest of the team doesn't, then you lose. And sort of, you know, mm -hmm. I didn't. I liked it better from, I liked it better as golf. You know, I, it was all on me. Um, so I think that's what really made it click. Um, and I just, cause it was so different from what everyone else, um, whatever else was playing. I went to an all boys school and everything was sort of, you know, there was uh, Australian rules, football, rugby, hockey. Um, you know, everyone was playing those sports and, you know, golf was a little different. So I think I was drawn to that more. Um, and I guess that's what really made it click. Nice. No, yeah, for sure. Um, I've always thought that myself, you know, like uh, with a, a soccer background and uh, I'm sure you are as well, but I'm like a very uh, driven person. Uh, you know, I train, I train out like, you know, I do a lot of, I did a lot of training on my own when I was in college. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, like you're part of a team sport you're right. Like you can do all the right things on and off uh, the course or the field. And if you're part of team sport, you can still lose. And yeah. sometimes, you know, you always thought, you know, what if, you know, what if it was like a, you know, tennis or golf and it was just that amount of dedication that you're putting into how far could that get you? Um, yeah. So yeah, I could see how, how gratifying that could be, you know, just seeing your hard work pay off, uh, you know, because it's all on you. Yeah. Awesome. No, so, um, you know, what, you know, tell me a little bit about, cause I don't even really know when you're, when you're a youth and you're playing golf, you know, what is like your, your season like, are you, where you, as I would assume it's like similar to tennis for the youth, you know, you're traveling a lot, you're going to a lot of tournaments. Yeah. So, uh, I guess the season sort of from, uh, being from Perth, you know, the season sort of all year round, um, there's, there was a couple, maybe one or two junior tournaments every month um so where i was able to compete against the other guys in the state um and around perth um so i guess you know the season was all year round and there was uh weekly competitions at my home club that i was able to participate in as well um i guess that's really you know, all I was sort of doing and then gotcha. obviously practicing during the week. Yeah. Um, no, it, it sounds very, uh, you know, uh, you know, just comparing it back to like your soccer background, you know, you, where it's very structured, you know, you have like your set days and times that you're practicing, but here it's kind of more, you get to kind of like make your own schedule. You can pick up a yeah. tournament if you want. Yeah, yeah. You train on the days that you want, the times you want. Um, yeah, exactly. No, no that's it, was, awesome. it, it was also a good fit for because I, I was about 30 minutes away from school so you know driving back and forth so golf was sort of a perfect fit I could come and go when I wanted um, 
and you know there was some tournaments you know didn't line up on right days that maybe I was doing something else um so it just it sort of fit in really nicely mm, yeah uh, and so um at what moment did you think about the college pathway with golf um it wasn't too late on in high school um it would have been i guess i I always sort of thought about it in my uh in my last year my 12th grade um but i wasn't really 100 percent committed to the process and i didn't really know anything about it Mm -hmm. um and i think when my final high school results came out and they weren't you know they weren't very good um and i sort of started looking into college more um and then i guess it would have been i left for college in august i guess it would have been that january of that year so it was a really late process mm-hmm. um which sort of rushed you know all of it getting all the visas and the paperwork looking for colleges um so that process was kind of uh kind of rushed in a way but it all seemed to work out in the end nice yeah i i i know what that's like um you know receiving a, a an athlete who who's interested going and you know they're in their last year of high school and it's just a it's a quick turnaround uh yeah. for for both sides uh you know for yeah. you you know it, it was probably okay like i have 6 months to really wrap my head around that, you know, I'm about to go across the world and, and start life there. And then for on our side of things, it's, you know, okay, we got six months to, you know, find him a program that suits his needs and on and off the course and, you know, get all the paperwork done and all that. So yeah, it's, it's a lot. Um, yeah, it is. You know, I, I can imagine, you know, going through that, you know, for me, obviously uh, from the States, you know, we always know about, the college, uh, you know, the route, and there's always a lot of help around. Um, so, you know, it's something you're always preparing for, but for to do all that in six months time would just be, I can't even imagine it'd be a lot. Yeah. And I mean, as well as like, you've got to take the SATs and the SATs are only at certain times during the year. So, you know, you got to make sure that, you know, you've booked for the right date. Mm-hmm. Um, because if if you miss a date, I think I only had one chance, maybe two, um, at getting a good SAT score. Um, so, yeah, it's all it's it's a very different process to what I was used to. Yeah, for sure. No, and you you said you like you you ended up at Columbus State University, or uh, uh, and in Georgia, and that's actually not too far from where I'm from, South Carolina, from Charleston. So, oh right, okay, cool. Yeah, I know exactly. I know the school exactly. I know where it is. Um, you know, what things were you looking for in a school when you started on with Athletes Agency? Uh, you know, what kind of things were you telling us, and uh, who did you work with as well? And you know, what were what were you looking for, and how has Columbus fit into those uh, desires? Uh, yeah, so I worked with uh, David Hodge, um, who I still keep in contact with every now and then. Uh, he's a really cool guy. Um, I just, I was really looking for a good, solid golf program. I wasn't really too worried about my degree. Um, and I was looking for 
good location as well. I didn't want to be practicing uh, during the winter, like in a indoor hitting facility. I wanted to be outside. Mm-hmm. Um, and Columbus, it does get cold. It gets, it can get to zero degrees around here, but you know, I'm still able to be outside and practice. Um, so those were the two big things I was looking at and Columbus state just fit, you know, it's got a good, uh, history, uh, program wise, they've won a decent amount of national championships. Um, and they're always performing in the strongest fields when we go to tournaments, which is nice. So I can, uh, test my skills against the best and they uh they just built a new golf facility as well which you know i was really drawn to um wasn't having to you know compete with members of a golf course you know for spots on on the course and on the range which was nice um so just it all sort of it fit in nicely and they were i i they were really the only college I knew of that was interested as well, just because the process uh, I started so late. Mm-hmm. So as soon as uh, I got the email from the the graduate system at the time, Yannick, um, I pretty much said yes straight away. And I just got lucky that, you know, it, it was a good fit right off the bat. Nice. No, yeah, that sounds awesome. Um, and then it obviously has worked out. You know, I, I saw that, uh, you got all American, you know, tell us about, you know, how it all started for you, your freshman year and until now, you know, how you got into the swing of things of being a student athlete. Uh, yeah. So it, it was a, it was a really different experience. Um, Columbus is very diverse culturally. Um, and so when I got here, you know, it was a bit of a shock. Um, and then, living in a dorm 12 feet away from someone is, is a little different as well. Mm -hmm. Um, He was on the tennis team and from Spain and, you know, I was just lucky that we got on well, right from the start. Um, And yeah, living in the dorms and dorm life, you know, having to do everything for yourself um, is definitely a different experience. I was always sort of, you know, Mum always used to sort of do everything for me. So having to, you know, start doing stuff for myself and waking up on time, it was, it was tough. Um, but we got through it. And, you know, freshman year, I had a lot of fun. I, uh, I, played, I played pretty well from, uh, from an outside point of view. Um, but I definitely thought, you know, I, there was more in me and I could definitely do a lot better. And then sophomore year, we uh, we moved off campus. I moved in with a couple of guys on the team and it was, you know, it's just a little bit easier, you know, living with guys on the team. You know, you go into practice together and you're working out together. Um, so, you know, that fit in really nicely. And sophomore year, I had another good year, which I'm um, happy about, All-American. Um, and I guess it just, it kept driving me. I kept wanting to get better and better. Um, and then, you know, junior year was going even better than both. Um, and the team was looking up as well. We were sitting third in the nation and then, uh, the coronavirus just came and sort of just put a dampener on everything. Yeah, no, I, I see you guys actually got through a good bit of your season. You were about to hit into almost into conference, you know, uh, some, you had your like two invitationals left. So that's, uh, that's tough to get all the way through that um, and then have to stop there. You know, 
tell, you know, tell me more about, about that. You know, how did, uh, you know, how, obviously that's a, you, you ended up staying in the States. Uh, you know, what was, which is probably on right now, uh, with people having trouble getting into the States at the moment, it was probably a, a smart thing on your part. Um, you know, tell us about how that all went down for you guys. You know, all of a sudden you just had to like pack up and go and, you know, season was over. Yeah. So we weren't really sure what was going on, to be honest with you. Um, but then other countries started closing borders and we have a strong international uh, basis on our team. Mm-hmm. Um, so all the boys sort of packed up and left. Um, and I was, I was going to stay for the summer anyway. I stayed last summer as well. Uh, playing in a couple of tournaments over in America. Um, so for me, it wasn't really going to be a change at all. Um, but it was definitely, you know, different moving to an online classes. And then I guess, you know, everyone sort of left me and I wasn't really too sure what to do. Yeah. Um, and then, they closed our uh, they closed our practice facility at the university, which was also yeah, frustrating because I didn't know where to practice, and I just got lucky that I was able to ask the country club that we play at um, if they'd let me practice out there for the summer, and they said sure. So uh, shout out to the country club of Columbus, I appreciate it. Oh, nice. Um. So yeah, it was just it was uh, it still is, you know, it's still very confusing as to what is going on right now yeah it is um and you know every country every other country seems to be doing uh doing better at controlling it uh but america right now is you know sort of struggling coronaviruses are still going up cases are still going up mm. um so you know it's it's still a little little confusing and i'm not too sure as to what is going to be happening uh this semester coming forward classes right now seem to be online uh seem to be in class sorry um and the season seems to be going ahead i guess we just have to wait and see if uh if that continues really yeah uh no spot on i know as of right now um for the most part yeah seasons are are still on i think it's what's gonna be happening is it's just gonna be a year of like adapting and uh you know, there will, as of right now, yeah, you know, there's a, there's a sudden spike, but I think, uh, you know, with time it'll, it'll be back to normal. Um, and yeah, like I said, just a bunch of adapting, but it's good that you're playing tournaments. Uh, you know, you, you just came back from one. Uh, how did that go for you? Uh, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't too good. Um, I've sort of the last five and a half months, I've really been struggling. Mm. Um, so I think, you know, I'm, I'm sort of on the right path now. It's sort of slowly coming back. Um, starting to see the ball, you know, fly a little bit better and fly more like how I want it. Um, so I've got one more tournament coming up uh, in Columbus on the 21st, the Southeastern Amateur. Um, that's at the Country Club of Columbus, so I'm excited about it. I know the course. Um, and everything's starting to look up. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm excited for for what's ahead. Nice. No, and um, yeah, I, I'm actually I'm actually pretty interested myself to hear what things you're doing off the course, especially during the time of uh, quarantine. You know, when the practice facilities maybe weren't 
there for you as frequently as usual. What things are you doing off the course to, you know, keep up with your game? Um, I'm working out a lot. I'm probably working out a lot more than what um, I was doing uh, during season. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, uh, definitely doing a lot more, a lot more cardio and that sort of stuff. But I'm also, you know, transitioning into more uh, resistance band and exercise, uh, resistance band stretching exercises. Um, I usually, you know, I do, a, I'll do a lot of lifting. Um, and especially over quarantine, just because I wasn't playing golf and I was, I was doing a lot of lifting, um, my body just got super tight on me. Um, and I wasn't able to rotate and move as, as much as I wanted, um, and as best as I could. Um, but you know, I, I went out and bought a PlayStation as well. So I've been, uh, playing a, playing a bit of, a bit of uh, Call of Duty as well with a couple of boys back home. <laughs> Just having some fun. No, that's good. You got to stay. You got to get your mind off things somehow. Um, that's, yeah. that's always a good outlet. It's, it's definitely a, a big, like, uh, you know, you, you, you solely just think about the game when you're, when you're playing yeah. that. You don't think about anything else. Um, I yeah, do a little bit of that It's good myself. to talk to the guys back home. Yeah, yeah, and that too. Um, you know, you know getting, staying connected and all, that's great. Um, no, yeah. I, when you said resistance band and mo- a lot of mobility, you know, a lot of stretching, that's kind of stuff I would imagine that golfers have to kind of target. Um, you know, it's very, I mean, I'm not a golfer myself. Uh, I mean, I have golfed, but you know, it's a very, um, you gotta be loose, you know what I mean? Or, you know, so, uh, staying flexible and, you know, doing a lot of mobility, I would imagine is very key for you. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, and when when do when things do return uh, for you, and also just in, on your past experiences, what's a you know what's a normal day like for you guys with practice and going to class, and uh, you know if you guys get in the weight room, how many times a week are you guys getting in the weight room? Those kind of things. Yeah, so uh, I'll uh, we'll wake up in the morning, um, and do do some stretching in the morning, rolling out, just make sure you know the you know, the body's feeling good, which, you know, I want to do that before I go to class. So then I'll go, I'll eat, go to class. Um, and then I'll go straight to the practice facility once class is done. That usually, depending on the day, sort of finish between 10 and 12, um, depending on how many classes I have. Um, and then we got, we got a mini kitchen at our facility, so I'll eat there. Um, then we'll practice and then practice sort of finishes at five. Um, and then we'll uh it depends again what day it is some days i'll uh, i'll go to class and then another days i'll go straight to the gym um if it's a day i'll have class i'll go to the gym right after that and usually uh the team doesn't work out together but we're all in there at the same time working out um you know some guys they don't like to lift heavy or they don't really like to lift at all um so, you know, working out together isn't always the best. Um, so then at least we're all in there at the same time. And then from there, go home, eat dinner, study, and then off to bed and then do it all over again in the morning. Yeah, it is very much a routine, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it's just habit of routine. And uh, uh, yeah, when you're in it, you know, you don't even, sometimes you're not even, you know, you're thinking, you're just 
you're just going and going and going. Uh, and then yeah. when you, when the day comes that you do finish school, you'll look back and you just be like, well, like I was, I was a really, I was really busy then. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just think like, how did I even get it all, all done? Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, but no, for time me, flies. Yeah. Time does fly. Like when you're in that <laughs> time really flies. I mean, <laughs> trust me, I just turned 25, not too long ago, a few, maybe a few days ago. And, uh oh happy birthday yeah thank you and and it's just like you know you look back at it you're like wow yeah three years ago i was in college and uh that flew (laughs) (laughs) yeah it does no so um you know you you, you've had a great career so far at columbus state all american those kind of things what was the coaching staff what did they have in mind for you when you arrived at columbus um i guess I do. I I don't really know to be honest with you. I just sort of got stuck in with a team. I came three weeks late, um, so the guys were sort of already into their into their routine routines and practices and whatnot, um, and so I just sort of got to work with the coaching staff. Mark Immelman, uh, head coach, sort of the swing instructor of the team. Um, he uh, he got to work with me quite quickly on my swing. It was, it was, uh, it was, my swing was decent, mm-hmm. but it definitely needed uh, some adjusting. You know, there were definitely areas of my swing that could fall apart under pressure. Um, you know, coming down the stretch, that sort of, you know, pressure's on you. You don't want to be hitting balls into the water and into the hazards and whatnot. So we sort of just sharpened those up a little bit. Um, and then I guess working on mindset, mindset was always a big thing. Um, I was, I was always a little hot tempered and, you know, if things didn't go my way, I sort of, I dummy spat it a little bit and, you know, it affected me, uh, you know, shots to come as well. Yeah. Um, so just re- readjusting a mindset and, you know, making sure I wasn't having these big outbursts. Um, has definitely helped my game and I know it's helped a lot of other guys on the team. So I worked on that with uh, our assistant coach, David McMinn, who uh, is a phenomenal coach. Um, I've gotten really close to him, especially over this summer with quarantine and all that. Um, We've been hanging out a bit, which is nice. Um, So I guess, you know, those are really what I worked on as soon as I got here. Um, And it's, it's definitely helped. Nice. No, that's, I, I would have, you know, uh, the mental game is such a big thing in all sports, but mm, even more so in an individual sport. Yeah, you know, you, you don't have anybody around you to really pick you up if you're feeling down or if you get in those kind of moments of anger. You know, you're, you're, it's up to you to get out of that. Um, so, yeah, what, what, you know, what other than, you know, working with your coaches, what other things are you doing for your mental game? Are you reading some books? Are you, you know, are there some kind of exercises that you do? Um, yeah, I do a do a breathing exercise. It's probably the big one. It's uh, it really is just breathing. But instead of uh, breathing with your chest, you're breathing with your stomach. Mm. So when you breathe, I don't know if you notice it, but your chest will uh, chest will increase in size, and you'll it'll push out. Mm-hmm. So instead of breathing that way, you breathe through the stomach and your, you know, stomach's flattening and then pushing out. 
Um, that was a big one that I used just to sort of calm down. Um, and I guess that's really not reading too many books. I find, you know, I want to do what's going to work best for me um, mm. and not really for other people. Um, you know, like you said, golf's a very individualized sport. Um, and so, you know, what works for someone might not work for others. Right. Um, and I think if, you know, if I, I read a book and, you know, it works for someone and I, I try it and it doesn't work for me, I'm, I'm going to get kind of frustrated. Mm. So I'm oh, just sort point. of trying to work out what works for me. No. Um, and I think, you know, I've been playing golf long enough to realize that what happens in the past really doesn't matter. So, you know, there's no point in getting angry. Um, we're all going to have bad tournaments. I think the last two tournaments, um, I finished four, uh, fourth last and second last. And, you know, right now, you know, I'm, I'm looking towards the future and it's, I know it's only going to get better. So I'm not too stressed, you know, coming off those two tournaments, I was definitely really down on myself. Um, but, you know, I still got, you know, with this coronavirus, I still got, they gave me an extra season. So I still got two seasons. Um, and, you know, in a year's time, I'm going to look back on these two tournaments and they're not really going to matter. So it, uh, you know, it's all very individualized and just don't worry about what happened in the past. No, that's a great mindset. Uh, yeah, just, you know, move on, uh, onto the next one, uh, yeah. onto the next tournament, next swing, all those things. Um, yeah, so Columbus State is obviously, as you know, is in the Peach Belt Conference. You know, tell us a little bit about the conference, as, like you know, in itself, how competitive it is. Uh, also, I'm interested to know what's your favorite course. I'm hoping you say Kiowa, represent uh, <laughs> the home state. So yeah, you know, let us give us a little bit about the conference. So yeah, the conference uh, for Division Two, it's uh, very strong, um, which is good, and I think you know. Conferences sometimes they get, uh, I don't know how to word this. Uh, schools don't tend to like each other, mm-hmm. um, but I, within golf, I think everyone sort of gets along really well. And you know, we're at tournaments and the practice round on the putting green, and everyone's sort of chatting. Everyone knows each other, um, and the conference tournaments are always fun. Um, they put us in a nice hotel, and all the boys get along, which is good. Um, and not everyone, you know, there's, I think for men's golf, there's nine, there's nine teams, but in our conference, there's, I think there's 12 or 13. Mm-hmm. Um, so not everyone in our conference has a men's golf team. Uh, so what was the other question? I forgot. Uh, well, yeah, I was also interested to know about your, your favorite course. Oh, favorite course. Yeah, I, I can't go past Kiowa Island. That ocean course is uh, that's something special. Yeah, of course. Of course um, it is. And it's always, you know, it's around the time of the year. Columbus State, we're very, very lucky and very fortunate that we actually get to play Augusta National as well. Nice. Um, so, you know, we'll, uh, we'll rock up to Kiowa Island and then, you know, the week later we're, we're, we're on our way to Augusta National to play as well. So it's always a great week um, getting to play those two courses. Um, but I just, uh, I played, just played in Palmetto in, uh, Palmetto Amateur in Aiken, South Carolina as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that course is very nice as well. Nice. So I think that's up there on the list. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you've been there for, 
you know, a good three years now. Uh, you know, which which course maybe do you play the best on? You or do you have do you find your game is like that? You know, sometimes there's a course and you just you just know it, and uh, you know, every time you go there, you always have a good round. Yeah, uh, there's a course down in Florida, in Lakeland, Florida, Lone Palm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a very fair golf course, very fair test. Um, they usually the pins aren't too tough, but they usually put them to the uh, to the sides of the greens. So you know you've you've really got to strike your irons well. Um, and I've always I've always played good down there. I think I finished seventh, fifth, and second the last three years. Um, so I've always played well, and I think you know that's probably the course that I really enjoy the most every uh, every year, just because it's such a fair test of golf. Right. Um, you can still, you know, you don't have to hit the ball perfectly, but you still got to manage where you're missing the golf ball, um, which has definitely been a big thing I've been working on the last two years, um, just managing where I'm missing it and, you know, being able to get up and down from from relatively easy spots. So I think that's sort of the course I definitely perform best on. Gotcha. No, I, I, I like that. Um you know, I'm I'm also interested here about, you know, I mean, maybe maybe you know you can tell us a little bit what like what's been your most perfect round, uh, while you've been at Columbus State, but also more so, you know, what I want to know is, going into, looking back at you know some of your most perfect rounds, uh, of golf, what what are the things that are going right, you know, mentally and on the course, uh, in those days. Um. Yeah, so I think, you know, obviously there's never perfect, but for me, I've got to be seeing that ball traveling left to right consistently. I like to hit a little cut, and, you know, if if I'm seeing that, um, I know I can aim left, you know, off the tee box, and I'm going to be sitting in the fairway usually, Um, as well as just, again, missing it in the right spots. Um, Even if I'm... You know, 20 yards short of the green, I'd rather be there than over the back of the green that's sitting in a bunker and, you know, the pin's right at the back. Mm. Um, mentally, I think, you know, I just, I'm not, I actually play really good when I got a song stuck in my head. Um, so if there's a song, you know, buzzing around my head, I know it's going to be a good day. What song uh, was it? Do you remember? It changes every time. <laughs> It changes every time, whatever, I guess, whatever I'm listening to in the, in the bus ride over to the course. Um, yeah, I think that's, that's actually the biggest thing. You know, if I've got something that's taken my mind off golf in between shots, um, it's definitely a good thing. That sort of switch on switch off mentality. Right. Um, definitely, definitely plays a strong role. Um, you know, when you got to walk 280 yards off a tee shot, you know, you don't want to be you know, constantly thinking about that next shot. Um, so that's a, that's a big thing, I think. Nice. No, no, great insight there. Um, it's really interesting to hear about this one. I would think, you know, mid, like what, what, what you're thinking, uh, I would think when you're in a, a game of golf, you wouldn't want to have something like a song, uh, you know, in your head. I thought it would be more, uh, I don't know what I guess what the word would be more like 
I guess, focused. But obviously, yeah, you, you, you're spot on. You said you don't want to think about the next shot too much. So you kind of need things to take your mind off that as you're going to your next shot or the next hole. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I think, you know, we, we play these 36 holes on Monday. Um, and, you know, if you're thinking about golf for 10 hours, that can be mentally draining. Mm. You know, bad swing thoughts or bad shots can get into your head as well. You know, if there's water, <clears throat> if there's water on the left of a green, um, you know, you don't want to be thinking about that when you're going up to your, uh, to your ball. Yeah. You know, because the more you think about it, the more it's going to start creeping into your head that, you know, oh, oh I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. Um, so, you know, you got to switch off for a little bit and just think about something else. Yeah. Well, I got a question for you. I have a, I actually have a round of golf. I'm, I'm very much so maybe one round of golf a year uh, kind of guy or uh, if I get invited to something. Uh, but I got a round of golf coming up in September for a bachelor weekend. And, uh, you know, oh, yeah. you know what, what are some, what are some tips I need to be taking into this round? Cause I, I don't want to embarrass myself, but I know I'll be, I'm going to be hacking at the green. <laughs> um, the biggest thing, swing smooth. Don't try and smash it. Sweet. So just swing it, swing it nice and smooth. Don't worry about power. Just come, you know, no contact first. Absolutely. No, because I mean, if you're swinging it smooth on a bachelor weekend, you're going to be sitting in the fairway or <laughs> your buddy, buddies are trying to smash it and I'll be in the woods. <laughs> All right. No, I'll, <laughs> I'll definitely take that in it. Swinging it smooth. Um, yeah. No, I mean, Jordan, it's been, it's been given some great insight. Uh, we're close to wrapping it up and it's been really interesting. I actually have never really spoken to uh, one of our golfers. So it's been, it's been interesting to hear, you know, um you know your day-to-day -day routine as a golfer uh and you know it, it's a lot of hours you're, i mean you spend a lot of hours out there uh golf isn't yeah. you know golf isn't a quick thing and people kind of might you know uh underestimate how exhausting it really is to be on your feet for that long to be out in the heat that long and then on top of that you got all this mental mental thinking that's going on into every single shot um you know i can only imagine when you're hitting 36 holes in one day, uh, you know, after that you're done, you know, you just want to yeah. take a nap. Um, yeah. so I can, I can imagine how, how tough it is. Um, but you know, I'd be interested, I'm interested to hear, you know, you're, you're approaching, you like you said, you got two more seasons. What are, what are maybe some of your plans that you have in mind for yourself right now? Uh, when, when you finish college, uh, obviously, do you want to continue? Uh, I would imagine you want to continue playing. Uh, do you want to stay in the States? Are you planning on going back home? You know, what, what's in, what's, uh, what have you been thinking about? Yeah, I've uh, definitely, especially once this year is over, I'm going to have my degree. Um, and, you know, that, that fifth year is there for me to take if I want to. Mm -hmm. um, I'm still not 100% sure if, you know, that's what I want to do. Um, but once college is over and I've, I've decided that that's what I want to do, I'm going to turn professional. Um, and I'm going to, me and a buddy are going to head over to Canada and try play the Canadian tour for the summer. Um, nice. just try something different. And then, uh, I'm going to give it a, give it a shot on the corn ferry, uh, qualifying, see if I can make it through to tour school there just below the PGA tour. Nice. Um, and if that doesn't work out, um, 
probably going to head back home um, and get on the Australian circuit and head over to Asia as well to play some tournaments. Um, you know, there's been a lot of guys at Columbus State that have tried to, you know, keep staying here and keep, you know, fighting for that spot um, on the Corn Ferry Tour School. Um, and just it hasn't really worked out for them. So I think I'd, I'd rather head back home and uh, be around my family and friends and grind it out there than, you know, try grind it out here. Um, and then, you know, I can, I can eventually make myself, uh, make my way back over to the U S um, you know, when I'm ready. No, I mean, that's the beauty in, in that sport, you know, uh, you can be anywhere yeah. and you can kind of make yeah. a name for yourself anywhere. Uh, and like you said, you got a goal. It's, it's to get back to the States or to stay in the States and play, uh, on the PGA tour. I mean, those are, those are massive things. So. I know on behalf of Athletes Agency, we're all looking forward to seeing uh, what you got left in college and, and beyond. Um, that's awesome. And I, I wish the best for you. Um, you know, looking back at your experience thus far, you know, what if you had somebody, if you met, came across a golfer uh, in Australia who was thinking about the college pathway, what, what piece of advice would you give them? Um, you know, just... Be prepared to move away from your family and friends. Um, just be prepared to be on your own for a while. Yeah, you know it's it's definitely a it's definitely a shock. Um, you know, especially from Australia, you're pretty much moving to the other side of the world, and you know you got to be able to fend for your own. Right. Yeah. Um, so just, I guess that mentally it's it's challenging and you know you just got to make sure your your mind's in a good space yeah my mum my, my told me that you know just go over there for six months if you don't like it you can come back mm-hmm. um exactly you know that's what i thought you know six months let's just throw myself into it and see if we like it um and if you know if you don't you can come back home and uh you know i just I fell in love with it and, you know, I've enjoyed it ever since I stepped foot in America. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, exactly. Uh, your mom was spot on, you know, uh, just go over and you can always come back. But if you yeah. don't go over, if you don't, t- and this is into anything, not just necessarily uh, the college pathway, you know, for yeah. you, uh, you know, after college trying to play, you know, going and uh, playing professionally, if you don't try, you know, you're never going to know. Um, yeah. But, you know, go give it a try and see how you like it. And then you can, make, you know, then you can decide from there. Yeah. Um, no, that's awesome. Um, you know, and through the whole process, uh, you know, what was your favorite thing about working with Athletes Agency? What did they help you the most on? It was just efficiency, you know, because I started the process so late. David was on the ball right from the get-go. Um, mm. and, you know, just making sure we had all the documents in on time. Um, and you know, the biggest thing I was having visa issues trying to get an appointment. Um, and, you know, I came back to David and next email David sent was right. You got to do this, this, and this. He sent me a letter, uh, you know, with a, uh, I guess, I don't really remember what it was, but, you know, to fast track me getting yeah. an appointment. We're actually doing that a lot right now. It's yeah. a emergency appointment, emergency right. visa appointment letter. 
yeah, um, um, yeah we've, we've had a good track record with that and uh yeah that very right now in the in these times when everybody's appointments are currently canceled that's uh yeah, definitely been a big thing for us yeah so you know as if there was any kind of problem you know you guys handled it straight away and you know exactly what to do which you know it definitely made the process a whole lot easier nice nice no that's awesome um it's yeah it's a lot that you know especially as a foreigner uh you know and you got to do the visa process and all the paperwork it's a lot to keep up with and having somebody you know such as dave who's you know knows knows everything like it like you know like the back of his hand uh that's a massive asset to have and a resource to have as well yeah awesome uh actually the, the, uh, this one just popped up but you were talking about you know uh you know the your advice and just being ready to be on your own have you what have you picked up on uh any any recipes that you you know you in the kitchen a lot what little things like that have you picked up that maybe now you've gotten better at uh yeah definitely cooking um you know i i do i do a lot of meal prepping for the week it just makes it makes life so much easier especially for lunches um because mm -hmm. once i leave the apartment i put everything in my car for the day and i really don't come back until nighttime okay um, so you're out a lot yeah so just you know making you know cooking easy meal prepping is probably the the best thing i've found you know chicken rice and vegetables um you know you can sit in the fridge for five days and taste good um it's healthy so i think you know planning out you know your week uh from planning out your week is uh definitely going to help you the most i reckon yeah and uh especially with golfer being a sport that's about uh i mean it's about a lot of things but time wise it's it's a very uh long sport you know endurance is a big thing a lot of you got to keep your energy so i'm sure you're targeting those kind of foods and uh like you said yeah meal prep that's that's obviously a big help uh keeps you on track so you're not missing meals and yeah. uh you know making sure you're staying eating which is always yeah. good um no that's awesome to hear i know i mean that's a very common a very common one for a lot of uh kids going into college they they either pick up on cooking or they don't so yeah it's good it's yeah. good to hear it's good to hear you're taking care of yourself yeah <laughs> um all right well you know lastly we call it our america starter pack um you know what are what are those four essentials that you would bring tell someone to bring to columbus state Whew. Um, you definitely want to bring a good, a good hoodie and good jumper. It can get quite cold. Uh -huh. Yeah. Any, speaking of hoodie and jumper, any, um, you, you know, with your gear and everything, any, like, is there a piece of gear that you just love? Ooh. That you guys are given? Oh, uh, that we're given? Um, yeah. Ow. Our uh, our workout t-shirts. Yeah, guess. you like to. Yeah, they they fit really good actually. They're nice and comfortable. Okay. Um, what what are you? What do you, what do you guys have? Do you have a Nike, Adidas? Yeah, we're we're with Nike. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I wish I haven't been home in a in a very long time. But next time I go home, I'm definitely gonna bring some Vegemite over. Um, Vegemite, yeah, yeah. We, I get that one a lot. Actually, a lot of yeah. a lot of the Aussies like always say to bring some Vegemite. 
um because you know there's you know, some of the americans have tried it and they really don't like it um no i i hate it <laughs> i'll be honest with you <laughs> and i think it's, you uh... know what i think that's because they spread it on like people spread on nutella and uh and jam you know mm, i think no. they think you know you just got to spread a whole lot of it on but you don't you know you just got to put a little bit on and you know i'd like to show them how you actually do it um, yeah no uh so i'll, I'll keep that in mind next time because when i did try it years ago i mean that's that for me that's a rude awakening to your morning oh yeah <laughs> so so i can imagine uh, if you put too much on there it's uh, it can be quite tough nice so yeah a hoodie vegemite um Wow, I don't know. This put me on the spot here. Um, <laughs> oh, I've got a, I got a bathrobe. Definitely okay. a, a bathrobe. Can't go home without that. No, I've actually recently got into bathrobes. Uh, yeah, I got, my, I got my very first one maybe two weeks ago, and that's when I'm. I mean, I'm currently wearing it right now. So, <laughs> uh, and I'm just sitting in the house uh, in the afternoon. Uh, it's, it's, it's always on in the house. That's all. It's awesome. Uh, spot um, on there. That's that's funny. Um, a uh, I think you got to bring a pillow from home. You got to bring something that's you know a little teddy bear or you know your favorite pillow. You got to bring something like that over. Um, okay. Just to just to remind you of home and you know so you never forget it where you came from and whatnot. Nice. No, those are great. No. Um. Yeah. I mean, there's it's always important to bring a little something even. For me, I went to a school in Colorado in the start before I transferred, and yeah, I brought like our our state flag and like yep. some little things like that. But yeah, those little things go go a long ways. Yeah, for sure. Well, Jordan, uh, those are four great things. It's been great speaking with you. Um, you know, you've obviously done gone on and done great things. All American. Um, you've had some really successful seasons. Um, it's good to see that you're still playing right now during these times, getting tournaments in, staying fit, staying sharp. And uh, we look forward to seeing you know, what's ahead of you and beyond college. And we wish you the best of luck. And I'm sure we'll be in touch uh, you know, sometime down the line. Awesome. I appreciate that, Joe. Thank you very much. No worries. You have a good one, okay? You too. Stay safe. All right. You too. Bye-bye. It was really great to get Jordan on the show. Um, I really enjoyed our talk together. And it was really interesting to hear about his transition to golf and uh, also really encouraging to hear that, you know, during this time of a pandemic, um, how he was staying fit as a golf player. And now he's, you know, finally starting to get back into some tournaments. Um, you know, he's accomplished some great things during his time at Columbus State uh, so far, and we really look forward to what's ahead of him. Um, so I want to thank him for coming on, taking the time out of his day. I want to thank all you listeners for continuing to uh, tune in and share the podcast. We really appreciate it. Uh, please spread the word. You know, Go follow us on social media and keep tuning in. See you guys next week.